Unreal. Uncensored. Unradio. Cliffcentral.com. Womanzla on cliffcentral.com. Yep, 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 yep. It's another Wednesday and we've got a big show today. I don't think I've ever had this much activity happening in the studio with me. I'm Pumi Masheko and you're listening to Womanzla like we do it every Wednesday around this time. I have got, um, I've got, ne- I've got <laughs> setting up happening in the background here. I've got lunch and it's a finger lunch because Shegeshe from the other foundation insisted that we have, um, some kind of food because Dean, he's showing me that it's Dean and not Neville. Uh, he's very good like that, this young man. Shagashe is in the studio. He is from the other foundation. I've also got Glenn. Oh, I'm hearing myself all over here. I've also got Glenda, who is a grantee from the other foundation. On the line, we're going to have Carla a little bit later. She's going to tell us about the other foundation. And this is a fabulous lunch. I've never done this in the studio. Dean's the, he's the chef extraordinaire, but he's also a donor for the other foundation. Good morning, everybody, and thank you so much for coming through. Good morning, Pumi. Oh, that is a voice for radio. <laughs> that is a voice for radio. They're all on. Everybody's mic is on. You can hear yourself when you're talking, right? Yes. Yes, I think so. Yes, you think so. She's got a sexy voice. It's your turn, dude. I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. You're good. You're good. You're good. Thank you, everybody, for coming through. Shagash, I'm going to start with you very quickly. Yes. Um, Before we get Carla on the line, talk to us about the other foundation. So I think the other foundation is a very interesting name, as I said to you the other day. Yes. So tell me a little bit about that. All right. Basically, we are an African trust uh, dedicated to advancing human rights and social inclusion in Southern Africa uh, with a particular focus on sexual orientation and uh, gender identity. So our our focus mainly is to expand the resources available to defend and advance the rights of LGBTI, meaning lesbian gay, bisexual, transgender, and intersex people in Southern Africa. You're so going to have to, in, a, a little bit later, ne? Yeah. Uh, I know there's no wine, but you're going to yes. have to tell me a little bit about that intersex. I'm getting, yes. I'm getting confused here. Uh, uh, you know what? Carla will brief you around it. And yeah, she's a good educator with that. Is Carla the good educator? Yeah. Good morning, Carla. You're on the line and you're on Womanda. How are you? I'm really well and I'm thrilled to be on Womanda. I'm so sad you couldn't be in the studio because the food looks awesome. Uh, but thank you for coming on the line. And Shagash is just saying you're such a good educator. So. Carla. <laughs> <laughs> something from me, clearly, yes. <laughs> I think that that might have to be an offline conversation. But Carla, <laughs> tell me about the other foundation. It's such a cool name. Who came up with that name? Do you know, um, it was Gerald Clark, who was the uh, program officer at Atlantic Philanthropies, which gave, gave the startup funds for the other foundation. And it was about um, trying to signal that gay and lesbian, bisexual and trans people are not the only people on our continent who are marginalized by... Um, society at large and discriminated against by the government and persecuted by the church. And people like and Robert Mugabe. And people like Robert Mugabe. And that's what he what what we wanted the foundation to do was to say that we would stand by anyone who was othered, 
who was made to kind of feel as though they were marginalized and didn't belong um, on the continent or in society. And, and so that's how we came up with that other foundation. And you, and how long has the foundation been around and where do you operate? Do you know, we operate um, from Johannesburg. We have a, uh, a um, office in, in Rosebank. And then I have a small office in, uh, in Cape Town. But we are only based in South Africa. Um, we're regional and we operate across 13 countries in Southern Africa. And how do you work? How do you work? So Shagash is going to tell us a little bit more about the dinners, which is my favorite part of what you're doing. <laughs> <laughs> but, but how do you work? How does one um, access what you do? How does one participate? How else can one be involved? Um, that's a great question. And because uh, you really are about trying to build community and trying to build participation. And one of the things that's, um, that makes that possible is um, social media and uh, the internet and the web. So we have a great website. Uh, we have a wonderful Facebook page and um, we have a Twitter account as, as well. And it's all um, under the other foundation. It's all under the other foundation. And then um, there's three things really that we do. One is what you're participating in now, which is raising funds. And uh, we raise those funds in order to support the amazing work that um, is happening around um, Southern Africa. Extraordinarily brave, imaginative, creative people doing exceptional work to challenge prejudice, to challenge bad laws, to um, answer questions and and, um, engage in outreach uh, to provide a real picture of African um, sexual orientations and gender identity. And we support that work through grant making. So we have once a year a open call for proposals. So anyone um, is able to apply. Um, we support individuals up to 10,000 Rand. And we support projects up to about 200,000 Rand. And then we support the major what we call anchor institutions, the ones who are working at a national or regional level up to 500,000 grand. And that's a call that um, goes out once a year. And uh, we just finished the process of that. We had 113 applications. Really? And our board has recommended that we invite full proposals from around 30 of those initial, initial applications. And then the last thing we do is um, we try and add value and strengthen the work that's happening, particularly at a strategic level. So we think there's enormous um, value in, um, in Africans learning from other Africans. So not taking as our mod- model um, great work that's happening in the U.S., in Europe and elsewhere that's really appropriate and extraordinary and has won all sorts of victories in those contexts. But we think our context is very different um, from there. So we have an emphasis on bringing activists and researchers and scholars and artists and cultural workers together into a space so that they can share the work that they're doing and um, uh, uh, and learn from one another. Sure. And we've got a brilliant meeting coming up um, it's going to be held in Soweto, 
the first time that an, um, a big national, sorry, regional LGBT meeting has been held in Soweto at Walter Sisulu Square, which is where the Freedom Charter um, uh, was launched. And um, we think it's appropriate to be there. When is that happening? That's happening on September um, from the, uh, the evening of the 28th until um, the evening of the 30th. And where it's, um, uh, it's all the details are up on our website. Um, we welcome people's participation. If you go online, you'll see the program and all the details. And there's five different ways of participating, ranging from paying the full cost for yourself, which is appropriate for people who can do that, all the way through to full sponsorship for um, people who can't uh, afford but are doing uh, amazing work. So that is uh, end of September 26th, 27th, 28th? 27th. Uh, no, 27th, 28th, 29th, and 30th. 27th, 28th, 29th, 30th. Yes. So it's a big full yeah. four-day event. We're going to get those details there's a, there's up. A couple of, there's, a, there's a small training program that goes on before. The main dates are the um, 28th, 29th, and 30th. Fantastic. But we're going to get those details. And Chegesh is like jumping up and down here in the studio. He wants, <laughs> <laughs> he wants to get all those details correct to make sure that people are participating correctly. Carla, thank you so much for taking the time to, to come on air and Such chat with us. And it's wonderful to to be in direct contact with you. Fabulous. And when you're up here, we're definitely going to hang out a little bit. I'd love that to hear. That would be amazing. I'm going to hold you to that. Oh, yeah. No, that's, because I was just saying to Shagesh, and she says, he said you are a very, I'm not, I'm going to struggle with this, ne? This Shagesh and the she all day. Yes. <laughs> but I wanted to know, so I wanted to know because when, when we were getting ready for the show, LGBTI. And so I said, but what does the I stand for? What does that really mean? Or is that just me the being I- a voyeur? The I stands for intersex, and um, most people think, <laughs> because that's you know how the world looks, that there there are only males and females in the world. But actually, um, quite a large proportion. Um, I mean, it's under two percent of the world's population, but that is a lot of people are actually born with a set of chromosomes that. Um, are a mixture of male and female. So they don't fit comfortably into the biological category of male or female. They're somewhere in, in between. And there's been a big struggle um, uh, from people who are intersex to say that they aren't inadequate males or females, but they are a category of themselves and they are fighting for that space uh, to be who they are. Which sure. is neither male nor female. Sure. So um, it's a it's it's something people don't talk about, and it's something that people don't talk about because what used to happen in the past is that um, when babies were born that way, doctors would make a decision about whether they should be a boy or a girl, and they would often operate to change their genitalia to make them into a girl or a boy. Really. And then as those people grew up they realized that they were not the, the inside of themselves and who they felt they were and who they identified um, with was, was, did not match 
what the doctors had decided, and it, it was um, terrible tragedy for people. Sure. The very well-known intersex activist in Uganda, um, he wrote a book about, ooh, 15 years ago at least, um, that talked about being raised as, as a Julia and going to a girl's school, being dressed as a girl, uh, but knowing all the time that actually he was a man and finally being able to uh, understand wow. that he was intersex and now has identified fully as a, as a man and a male. That is what that is what I'm going to hold you to when you come up to Joburg, you're coming <laughs> on my show and we're having that conversation. There are much better people than me <laughs> to have that conversation <laughs> with. Much better. There is, there's an extraordinary organization in... Um, uh, in Cape Town that works regionally. I mean, you should interview Julie, Julius. I mean, he's, he's very happy to tell, um, uh, his story. And, um, uh, there's some, there's some wonderful work happening across the continent around this area of work. And you and guys are doing other... fabulous work too. Thank you. Thank you. I think you are, and that's that's why we're doing this because I think it's important okay. that people can can be part of the work that you're doing, and anybody can be part of the work that you're doing. Carla, thank yes. you so much for coming on air and chatting with thank us. Thank you so much. Have it's a good day, lovely. dear. Thank you. Sure. Bye. Bye. So that is a good way to start this show, um, and I'm I'm gonna have because I've I've never had this many guests. It's gonna be quite an exciting thing for me too. <laughs> Because I'm going to be like playing the piano here, <laughs> turning you all up and down mm. all the time. But I think that's a good place for us to have this conversation because the world is changing so much. And, and as South Africans, I think the world is becoming freer and freer and freer. And more and more people are free to be themselves. And that's what I love about the work that you're doing. I want to talk about between you yes. and Dean. Yes. I want to talk about the dinners, yes, slash lunch or whatever. Yes, I think that's a fabulous program. <laughs> so tell me about that program and how it works. Yeah, basically, uh, the background behind it is that most of the funding has been from uh, outside the continent funding uh, the projects that we're talking about, and uh, that being the case, it's been a tricky situation where Africans think being gay, being lesbian is a foreign concept because, mm. and it looks like it's a foreign agenda. So there's need for us to build social giving in Africa, especially to support uh, LGBTI com community organizations who are doing this wonderful work of changing laws, changing practices and attitudes. For instance, in South Africa, laws have changed, but you still find issues of corrective rape. You still find a, uh, whole number of issues that are way beyond the laws and the constitution that we have. So how the, we call the campaign a million once. A million once. Once, yes. Mm. The idea is to raise a million rand from a million people per month. That becomes how many million? How many? It's 12 million rand at the end of the year from supporters and friends of LGBTI communities. So we do this by uh, hosting very intimate, private dinners, like the one you attended. Intimate, private dinners <laughs> yes. with lots of wine. <laughs> yes. So <laughs> With the, special chefs like Dean. Which is lacking today. <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah, Dean, <laughs> Dean, I'm very disappointed because the, a standard has been set, see, yeah. about yeah. how these, these things work. Yes. And for you to arrive here with cranberry sparkling flavored some things mm-hmm. is unacceptable. It's a crime against the food, I must admit. But <laughs> we, uh, hopefully, hopefully the food will, will, will speak for itself. So you're like a celebrity chef person and you're also an individual donor. How does that work for you? Well, as, as an individual, uh, the, LGBTI issues are very close to my heart and that's why I got involved with the organization and um, my contribution to the organization would be in my personal capacity, um, making my space available. I own a few guest houses in Melville as well. So we host dinners there. So, um, uh, which obviously so for someone that wants to host a dinner that doesn't have the capacity to do it, uh, Shakes in will, their home, in their home, okay. Shakes will give me a call and say, Dean, we're going to have this dinner and we make our space available as a company. And that is my role as a donor. And your culinary skills And the culinary skills So how does the dinner actually work? Alright uh, It's it's very informal Because you're inviting friends So you'd prime your friend about And tell them about Emilion One's campaign And the other foundation as Oh a, am I supposed to tell them? Yeah, yeah speak, oh, okay. No You tell them beforehand <laughs> Before we invite them because I they, that's what you did. No, you, you <laughs> no but you, you need you need to prime them okay. because you don't want adults to come to a space they don't know why they are there. I can get it out. And, and, yes, <laughs> and most importantly, place. most importantly, to warm their wallets. Yeah, the purpose of the dinner is to raise money. <laughs> to raise to money, remember, there, yeah? and <clears throat> and you know, show me the money. Yes, and you know, just before I get into how it rolls out, what happens is for every rand that we raise, there's three other donors. Who match that So f- We get four rand Out of The rand that you give And none goes to Administrative uh, um, Costs Because that is covered Already by another donor So Which means you give us a rand It grows You know Three times mm-hmm. And secondly uh, We Also Involve you As a donor You know In terms of decision making How many times do you give But you don't know Where your money is going to mm-hmm. So we involve Individual donors When we Kala mentioned That we've just had A process of grant making uh, mm-hmm. You know uh, recommend, Recommending Grants for this uh, Cycle We invited uh, Your uh, Donor Individual donors To come And give their views And inputs On their recommendations So it's, the, it's that You can follow your money Something like that Is there a minimum amount That somebody must give Well it's a rent Remember a we, rent we are asking month. For a rent A month But people give more Because the experience Is so wonderful Once you are there We handle all your Once you've primed Your guests We handle all the RSVPs We handle Everything that has to do with the background stuff So you just relax And choose a menu with Dean mm-hmm. You know I, I link you up Because you know your, What your friends like What they don't like It's a three course dinner I uh, I break With wine <laughs> With wine Yeah So And the idea is to break down What we're talking about today And every dinner is different uh, People's issues are different Some are more around LGBTI in the workplace Some are about community But it's a very relaxed setup But with a whole idea of raising funds at the end But it's enjoyable I mean, most people don't want to leave yes, <laughs> <at the end>. <laughs> when they, <laughs> I've got three hours for the yeah. dinner But we end up staying six hours Because people are so interested yeah. and So Glenda, you have received a grant What I also love about the fact that you give Because most of these foundations and, and things You know, only give grants to another organization Or to a particular You know, you've got to be an NGO, an NGP or No, no NGC, something like that. Anyway, a uh, non-profit company, something like that. So, mm-hmm. And I love the fact that you also give grants to individuals. And you are 
a, an individual who's received a grant? Yes, I am. Uh-huh. Um, Have I, you been to a dinner? I am to be going to a dinner. I haven't been yet. You haven't been to a dinner. <laughs> I have What I'm hearing already is making my mouth and water. I want to come for dinner. Basics. <laughs> 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 Just the basics. Okay. <laughs> So I think uh, what really attracted me to actually apply for the grant was that I felt I wanted to say something that I wanted to say in my own words because uh, a lot of the times people are tied to monies that actually say you need to say it this way and that way. And I think uh, in terms of knowledge production in Africa in particular, uh, you find a lot of information is left out because certain things are not to be within that reporting or you know, so the mandate I of the donor. So I need to know what you are saying about right. what. What's your project about? My project was uh, looking at families. You know, I actually wanted to have a, um, an exhibition uh, around what do families look like? What do LGBTI families look like? Because you often hear of very uh, heteronormative kind of families or heterosexual families. So I wanted to find out if there is this lack of understanding of the fact that LGBTI people actually have families. That's what I wanted to look at because I'm thinking if we talk about community, if we talk about love, where do what do these people do in their homes? What what is it that they constitute as family and and the love that they have? And for me, it was to really just get people who are living their lives, you know, and share that they are actually families. They are families because a lot of the time, uh, LGBTI communities are sexualized, objectified in terms of you know we are afraid of you. You are not normal. Mm. I Girl, wanted to find just that just speaking normalcy. about the objectification, and I actually feel I, I, I sometimes feel a little bit. Um, what's the word? Guilty, right? Because I don't know if any of you have seen the the reality show. I'm Kate, mm. right? Now I have lots of my own issues mm. about Caitlyn Jenner, but we're not going to talk about that right now. But speaking of the objectification, I can't look away because the whole thing is so exhibitionist, and the whole thing and and that is. Incredible, because that's the the thing that I I keep asking myself is why would Caitlin put herself through such, mm-hmm. like such a public poking at and looking at, and I don't know if I you know is it a private thing should you be living out loud, and I suppose that's also why I can't look away mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. I I think the idea, you know, uh, you're raising a really important point because the idea of something that people don't understand, are ignorant about or fear is that they either find a negativity towards it to drive the point that we shouldn't have this kind of a life or have this kind of people in our communities. And, you know, I really don't know how Kathleen uh, feels in terms of how she exposes herself. But I think that's the idea of I want to be seen as a human being, that I exist. So, you know, you find that out of frustration, people end up having to be in spaces they shouldn't be to say, I live here and I belong in this place and therefore I hope you can see me. And there goes the staring. And then, of course, the objectifying comes from, you know, people feeling... Well, I really don't like that. It's the attitude that people have over something that could be so beautiful. I mean, Kathleen is being talked to as a beautiful woman. She's amazing. But what comes of that is 
you now are objectifying should she be there mm. uh why is she there she needs to be seen because she was made invisible so can you see her can you talk about her not only her it's a struggle of everybody else that is like Kathleen that is trying to come out of yeah, that, right mm. so, you know, just going back to the 1950s and 60s in terms of uh, gay rights for men mm. so the same uh, societal pressures that uh, that that Beset that community back then mm. Which is what Kate is dealing with now You know, so I think mm. around the attitudinal Behavioral change mm. taking place in societies And these dinners contributing yeah. to that Because in 10 years, 15 yeah. years from now That's not going to be an issue And, and hence, hence the need for, for the other foundation To be funding projects like Glenda's Because, mm-hmm. I mean, we believe that Everyone should be free to live A very safe uh, life A dignified life uh, to have family and make their contribution to society And those are basic rights Of each and every individual whether Human you're black, rights Yeah, human rights mm-hmm. Whether you're black, yellow, uh, whatever gender Those are your basic rights And what we also believe that uh, We work towards changing those attitudes Practices that prevent pe- people Because of who they love From being able to do what they want to do And be who they can be. I love this uh, this little card that you just handed over to me. Am I supposed to read it? You can read it, my love. That's what we believe in. That's our our statement. Read it. So this is the statement. So the the, the other foundations, um, is this like your... Our mantra, kind of. Is this your mantra? Yes, (laughs) a long mantra. Is this competent to your memory? (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Everyone should live a... should be free to live a safe and dignified life, have a family, make their contribution to society. The other foundation works to change the beliefs, practices, and institutions that prevent people from being free to do that in Southern Africa, especially because of who they are or who they love. Yeah. So nice. Thank you. Does the dinner, so then does the dinner have to have... Cause when when I came to the dinner yes. and the the conversations, you, my friends are a little crazy, <laughs> so the conversations often steer towards yes. craziness yes. and otherness because they're all other in one way or another. Yes, we all are other, <laughs> right? So at the dinner, sh- do I then expect because you are at the dinner? Sh- yes, sh- you are at every dinner. Yes, or a representative. Like if a dinner is in. Cape Town, Kala is there. Okay. You know, if it is, but we'll, we'll, we'll always have a representative of the other foundation. Okay. Because, uh, one, it's just to have the background. And I mean, there are questions that you've asked today. So it's very important to have someone, you know, mm-hmm. uh, in the mix. And, and the dinner itself, right? Yes. Do you then never say the dinner is. Dean. <sighs> Never. You know You're what? forgiven. <laughs> no, right. Hello, never. Never is our CEO. Never, right. I get emails. I get so many emails. Like yesterday, I got an email saying you're hiring. Yes, right? yeah. I get so many emails, and every time the email comes in, I go, "Who's Neville?" Yes. And then, then I open it. Then I go, "Oh no, it's information yeah. about the other." Yeah. So I have read so many things from yeah. Neville in the past week. He's our CEO. His name is Neville Gabriel. Yeah. Neville. Uh, yeah, yes. So either he was supposed to be here. Where is he? <laughs> no. Dean and I are hangling this. Oh, okay. all of us. Yeah, this is the other thing. We carry we much more weight, trust me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so we I. We the have foot soldiers on the ground. This, yeah. and, and that's what I want. You know, that's yes. what Womanla is about. It's about, it's about that voice. It's yes. about yes. the voice that, that actually doesn't get heard all the time. Yes. You know, it's about, it's about the standing up and putting mm-hmm. your fist out there and saying, Hey, honey, here mm-hmm. I am. And so then I will host a dinner at my house. Yes. 
what can I expect? And Dean, you come in and you're the chef. What, yeah. what does that mean? Cause say I'm not like a come dine with me type of person. No. I'm not cooking what, 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 scallops. You know, the, 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 the basis of the dinners, <laughs> we take away the, the pretentiousness of food, etc. And take away the, people are very intimidated by food. So what mm. the other foundation delivers with the dinners is to say, it's a relaxed, informal, it's a three-course, very structured dinner in terms of presentations from the other foundation. But in terms of food, I'll speak to you and we will get, we'll design a menu around your wants, your needs, your friends, etc. Because food is about personality. It should reflect your personality and ultimately how the dinner... Uh, 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 plays out in the evening if you make the right food choices coupled with the other foundation and the interception of uh, presentations happening etc and most importantly the dinners are a platform a platform to share ideas to create networks around the uh, the community etc so um fundamentally the dinners is there you don't have you don't so sorry i'm being distracted with the I'm hands sorry. moving sorry okay this is the okay. thing about live radio yes. it's unscripted okay, so cool. everything's happening all the time so <laughs> what you need to understand is we will come in and we'll take out the sting of the dinner so you know you don't the have to sting. be con- the sting of the people dinner. people battle to entertain sometimes yeah. you know it, it comes it doesn't come naturally to some people therefore this is the role that i will step in and say you relax. All you need to do is just host your guest, you know, mm-hmm. from the food, from the ambiance, to the music, mm-hmm. to the presentation. Mm-hmm. Everything is taken We bring care the of. works. We, we bring, bring the everything. works. You we bring, bring the works. Yes. And all mm-hmm. I bring are the guests that must open their wallets. That so must true. open their wallets. Yes, yes that's nice. Huh? Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's a, okay. That, and that's, your dinner is sponsored. That's the other thing. The, the dinner, dinner is sponsored, sponsored by who? We have a generous funder who's funding the dinners. And the wine. Yeah, the dinner yeah, itself. The dinner. Implementing a din- the <laughs> yeah, dinner. Well, and nah, then, I'm just making sure people understand. And then we have three others who match what you give to us. Mm. So you already have lots. You, you know, you, you, you've got a big infrastructure and there's a lot of things happening behind the... And all, anybody that wants... so. All the only participation I need mm. to to be part of this doing good mm. is I just need to gather my friends. Yes, I need to prime them that they're going to be expected to yes. to. But, and that's not the only expectation. The other expectation is either they will give, at the same time they will choose to host their own dinners, and then because it's got a knock yes, on. Yes, yeah, yes, yeah. And then number three, like our uh, yeah. uh, social media uh, uh, pages, uh, that is you know at, at other foundation that's Twitter and Facebook is the other foundation, uh, and then all go into our website and participate in that particular way. But it's also about like fundamentally, the dinners will also deliver a shift in consciousness. Absolutely. We mustn't forget Absolutely. that. Absolutely. There's a lot of fun attached to the dinners, yeah. etc. But, but as the, as the other foundation, and I speak under correction mm. here, Shakes, is that you know we hope to impart something that you have to, your mindset has changed mm. or you shared an idea mm. or made an issue clearer mm. particularly you brought up the I in the LGBTI yeah. you know yeah. so the, this is the type of conversation yeah. so typically that your yeah? dinner would have such a question and you'd have a color who would yeah. clarify it. typically my dinner would have lots of questions <laughs> I'm just putting that out there for you keeping it real on cliffcentral.com flying fish now has even more flavor
more flavor. Huh? Hey! Whatcha doing? With even more flavor. All right. Introducing new chilled green apple. Chilled green apple. It's a beer with all the bitterness brewed out and green apple flavor brewed in. I said the flavor's brewed in. Go on. Huh. Add some flavor. Don't mind if I do. Hey! Enjoy responsibly. Not for sale to persons under the age of 18. Choice. Sometimes you have it, and sometimes you don't. AutoTrader gives you the choice. Now you can shop, compare, and buy new cars. Watch our expert video reviews and research before you buy. AutoTrader New Car. The choice is yours. Stand a chance to buy a brand new mystery car for just 99 cents. You heard right, 99 cents. Follow the clues on Twitter at AutoTraderSA and use the hashtag 99CentNewCar. If ever there was a song that is appropriate for our show today is Macklemore. And I love that song. And I remember when they did at the Grammys and all the people came on and they did that group, like Mormon type group ceremony where everybody got married. That was a bit weird, but the song is great. The song's great. (laughs) (laughs) No, no, that was that, that I'm just going to put it out there. That was a bit weird. Like the 50 people getting married all at the same time. Um, However, it was a great concept and I really, really love the song. And if, if anything holds the sentiment of what the other foundation is about, I think that same love by Macklemore is amazing. And one of the things that, that comes up, I, when I first heard the song and, and the thing about the church, when he talks about his uncles and he talks about going to church and being taught how to hate. And the one thing that we hear all the time as like the stupidest, stupidest kind of this is the reason why you can't do this is God, God made Adam and Eve. And I love the fact that one of the, the people that you funded, one of the organizations that you funded is actually the National Council of Churches. Not Christian. Uh, National Christian. KZN. Yes. Christian Council. Christian Council in KZN. Yes. For two reasons. Because KZN, I think in my mind, when I think about the most, the, the most intolerant place, that you could possibly be in this country where otherness would be so difficult to accept is in rural KZN. And this is where, and I've got on the line, Dr. Luke. Hello. Hello. speaking. Luke, it's Pumi from Womandla. Thank you for coming on the line with me. Mm-hmm. I am so interested in why this, pro- your, so your project is, Furthering education about LGBTI. Yep. <laughs> what in KZN? The, there's right. people here in the studio, namely Shagesha and Glenda, who are doing funny things here in front of me and they're distracting me. Sorry about that, Luke. So why, how did a, a Christian organization feel that the other foundation was a good partner and that your topic is the right topic that you wanted to, to further educate people about? Yes, the LGBTI uh, concern for us as church is a question of both the love of God for all human beings, despite their sexual orientation, and the question of justice of gender and, sec- and, and human sexuality justice issues. That's why we found that the other foundation is a good partner for us as church to pursue teaching our people that we should accept LGBTIs, and also accept other notions of uh, human sexuality 
without judgment. And and for you working with the other foundation, what what is like the grant making process? Is it easier than with any other organizations? Have you tried to get funding from other organizations? Well, as we thought that the other uh, foundation was much more understanding and welcoming in knowing that we're coming from this kind of sector which does have so much need uh, for us to, to work around this uh, this area. We could and have worked with other foundations before, even working directly with networks of of LGBTIs here in Peter Marisberg. We worked um, with the LGBTIs groups here and, uh, and, and, and in Deben, and we found that we are making an impact. And whoever is a kind of sympathetic to this kind of work would welcome uh, to, to us, uh, for us to be partners. The impact that you're talking about, for, for your organization, how much of an impact has the partnership with the other foundation really been? Well, we had really a lot of impact in terms of ours was to mobilize from our sector to mobilize church people. And we found that the eighties, I would say, about 150 pastors who had a negative attitude towards LGBTIs have now begun to accept it and um, openly even visit the LGBTI offices, speak about it, see the, the scriptures uh, differently. There's one part of uh, those who were very, very extremely opposed. After having met with us uh, through the funding of other foundations, they are the ones who first convert. Those who looked like they were compromising, they are afraid they are really doubtful. You, you don't know where they are because they seem like not taking a hard line and their conversion is very, very slow. You can't even you can't see it. Mm. There are those who are completely opposed to the topic. Mm. That's a third extreme one. But the most extreme are those who are saying uh, LGBTI kind of sex um, uh, uh, lifestyle is diabolic. It needs to be condemned totally. They don't even enter any discussion of this type. That's amazing. So good luck with the work that you're doing. And thank you so much for coming and chatting with us on the air. Okay, fine. Thank you very much for the, for the opportunity. Thank you, Tete Mwajan. Thank you. So tell me, Shagashe, in terms of impact for yes. you, wh- how how much impact have you seen working with the other foundation and just listening to Ndatangwajana saying, you know, I mean, he can quantify mm. 150 yes. pastors that they, they've engaged, who they've seen a change, a, a radical change in the way that they engage with the community and engage with the, the topic yes. of LGBTI within their community, community within their Christian outlook on mm-hmm. life. For you, the impact that you've seen working with the organization. Well, it, it's largely. Uh, I'll talk on both sides of uh, projects like Ndatelux projects uh, with KZNCC and uh, also Glenda's uh, project as an individual, uh, because we are regional. We operate in thirteen countries in Southern Africa. We do different kind of work. Some some of the work that we do have to do with culture. We support work that have to do with culture, changing those mindsets. Some have to do with religion. And some basically have to do with telling stories. And uh, Glenda will tell you with her own, she's opened up other kind of avenues. She's responded and answered the questions that she had around families, uh, LGBTI families. But she's now 
has a need to open up more kind of angles and issues around that. So there's there's a lot of and what's been very interesting. I have to while it's on my mind, I have to ask Linda yes. about your experience. Yeah. Um <coughs> excuse me. <laughs> I think, um, is the food that good, guys? It is that food is good. It's have, have I got food left? Is the food there's left over for me? Because I'm working. Maybe. You know? Maybe. I'm, I'm working. Okay, good. Maybe. <laughs> um, you know, uh, I think that it's overwhelming to actually find out what um, kind of families actually exist. They are just like any other family. Okay. What was in your? What did you think they were? So. Embarking on the on the project, like all artists, you know, you you must have had some kind of preconceived notions. What was your preconceived notion? I didn't have a preconceived notion actually. What I wanted to do was actually bring out families that actually exist. So the understanding in my mind was there are people who exist who are quite as normal as maybe nuclear family as they are called. Okay, and I wanted somebody else to see them. And in fact, when we had an exhibition uh, around December, people were looking and saying. Oh my God! Is that is that a same-sex family? Is that a mother and that's a mother? And and you know, seeing them going to church, seeing them at school, leaving the child when the child goes to grade zero or whatever, you know, all those things that anybody else does, and to actually find that what then is so abnormal, quote unquote, you know, that people fear that you know we don't want these kind of people in our community because they do just the same thing. They mm-hmm. give into the community. They are in you know contributing to the community as much as anybody else. And that's what I wanted because I want for society to start to understand that there is nothing different other than just having to love somebody else. There's no otherness. The There's, There's no actually otherness. no real otherness. Yeah, I choose to love somebody. I choose to be with somebody in this life because and that shouldn't be how people should be uh condemned do you understand so for me it was to showcase that let's bring people who are being hidden because they shouldn't be part of our society and that's what uh, i really wanted to uh well speaking of of hiddenness and things that don't happen in societies and i'm going to ask this question it's not controversial because we're all blacks (laughs) do you host lots of black dinners Actually, largely the dinners, 80% have been hosted mm-hmm. by Africans, by blacks. Mm-hmm. And, uh, but we, uh, I mean, across, across all races. Are they donating? Across, Are they donating? Yes. Good. I mean, I mean, the, the average is <laughs> kind of a good average of, of what, what people give. But well but, done to you, Neville, because the food, <laughs> about, the food. <laughs> <laughs> now he won't even give me a high five. I'm not even giving you a high five. It's yeah. not gonna give so, me food. So, so he's not gonna to give it. me food. I mean, we've we've hosted in Johannesburg, Cape Town. We've hosted some for all. We've gone to New York to the US for some meetings. We thought whilst we are there, let's host dinners, and the response has been very positive. And uh, people really, 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 really get the idea. Have you raised your million a month? Well, I'm still around 14,000 odd ones. So I still have to host a lot of it because we calculate it as ones. We're looking so for. So more for, you at 14,000? Yes, per month. Ghana, how much do I need to add to make a million? So, okay, Womanda girls, mm-hmm. the details are going to be on, you need to host yes, a dinner. Yes. You need to host a dinner. Host a dinner, have six people, ne? Is yeah, there a minimum six number? To eight. Six to eight. Six to eight Very people. Very intimate. But for it to be profitable, preferably ten. 
Yeah. Preferably 10. <laughs> no, 10 including the host, including yeah. the host and myself. Yeah. That's 10. Do you give it every dinner? No. So you can't I be do. one of the 10. No, I must be. Yeah. I'm talking because 10 people that will give. My darling, if they're going to give, it's fine. But our thing is they're intimate for all the conversations to be tight and for everyone to give. We don't want to lose anyone during the dinners. Let me hook up my calculator here and go 14,000. Yeah, minus a million. Minus a million. Yeah. Six zeros. 986,000. That's what I need. We need 986,000 rand. Yo, people. Once. Just 986,000 ones. Yeah. So you don't even need to come to the dinner. You can just donate to yes. the other fund. You can just platforms. donate and yes. you can donate on the... You can donate on the, the, the way. So, watch this. Yes. Dean. Thank you. You need to move closer to the mic. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. When I'm calling you out, I'll yeah. get your name right. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, let me just get into the nitty gritties. So, you've got options. At the dinner, you can either, you know, uh, give by debit mm-hmm. order. We so allow that. The man's got a machine. Yes. He comes with a credit card. <laughs> you can swipe you it. You can swipe. So no excuse and then that I don't if have If you cash. think you don't know how much you want to swipe on that day, you can go to www.theotherfoundation.org forward slash giving. That's, then you can give whatever amount that you want to give through that platform also. And the, the thing here, guys, is we also want consistent giving. Yes. Yeah, mm-hmm. We want a person to pledge at least a, a, an ongoing for two. 12 months, right? Yeah, two. So donations used to be like tax deductible. Yes. We are, we are really, we are working on that. Uh, because remember where <laughs> I'm in, trying we're everything here, yeah. guys. No, we are, we are working on that. I mean, for instance, <laughs> if, if you're donating from the States, we've, we've got a, a, uh, a fiscal sponsor in the States who give, you know, tax deductible. So we are finalizing that with, mm. with Southern Africa or South Africa. And then you'll get your test certificate once that is finalized. Mara, if you're giving in randellas, yes. If you're giving in randellas, you get a tax certificate. You must give, give, give. And but the most important thing, like I love, who came up with this concept of hosting a dinner? Well, uh, our CEO Neville is a man of great many ideas, and I'm good Shame with implementing. Cook like I'm, I'm good with implementing those kind of ideas because you know we we go through a process of brainstorming a whole lot of this. Uh, we try and test. I mean, I tried a dinner with 15 people. I saw it doesn't work. That's mm-hmm. how I got to that number of uh, eight guests and mm-hmm. two hosts and me, meaning 10, because I've tried. Mm. You know what works, yeah. So how many dinners do you host? Can you host in a month? Like well, if you get if you get all the woman like girls calling you let, up and let saying, them call me. Um, I want to host a dinner. I'll make a plan. <laughs> they must just call me. I'll give them my number also if you want. And uh, yeah, so... I, Anything's possible, so don't don't limit yourself. Don't right. limit yourself. Yeah. That that is. Oh. So, what's your favorite favorite menu so far? My favorite menu, food is uh, well. Food, food is, is glorious. Food is glorious. You <laughs> food, know, food is his favorite. Food is my favorite. Food is my favorite too. I don't have any particular, and I love food from across the world. I love different types of food. I embrace it and enjoy it. How long have you been cooking? Um, I've been in the business for the last 15 years. I've had a few restaurants. We've now um, converted the restaurants into an outside catering outfit. Yeah, so it's been about 15 years in total. But it's all 
more than 15 years in as much as I was surrounded by people that cooked. My family cooks. They love food. We mm. eat. When there's death, we eat. When there's birth, we eat. When there's sadness, we eat. When there's tragedy, we eat. So when there's happiness. Like thing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's not special. Yeah. I just want you to Well, it's, it's, it's special for me. <laughs> <laughs> there, are, there are lots of people. If, if uh, date my family is anything to go by. Mm. There are lots of people who've been around food all their lives. Nah, <laughs> The things that they bring to that table. Those are good influences, right? They're fabulous influences for you. So you can get mm-hmm. your, your identity of food around food is shaped by your experience with people that Absolutely. cook. You know? Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. So do you cook on site? When you're hosting the dinner, yeah. do you cook on site? Cook on site. Do you bring your own pots? We can. Yep. We bring everything. Oh, good. Yeah, mm. yeah because you know sometimes... You just need to look beautiful and walk down the staircase, the spiral staircase. Just tell us what you like, <laughs> then we try by all means to accommodate you. I love that. Like, mm. the, the concept of hosting dinners to raise funds is like... Yeah. Absolutely fantastic. And so now we know. We know mm-hmm. that you still need... um Heaven. Yeah. I'm trying amount. to find my calculator About again. 900. The, mm. 986,000 mm-hmm. ones, ones, and that's less than 1% of our population. Yes. Right? So we can wow. definitely make it happen. Yes. We can, and, and you can host a dinner whenever. You're always hosting the yes. dinners. And you know what's very interesting? Uh, Kala spoke about the Kobano meeting that we're having at Walter Sisul Square in Soweto. We'll have about 100 activists. On the one of the days, we're going to host a million ones dinner. The reason for that would be to, will be to, Assist activists to actually show them how it's done so that they can go back to their countries and be able to replicate what we're doing. Fantastic. I'm loving this. I'm definitely going to be hosting at least one dinner. And I've been thinking about all the people that I'm going to be inviting. Mm-hmm. And I must actually think about people that I'm not going to ask stupid questions. Eh? <laughs> no, no, no. They can ask. <laughs> uh, <laughs> we want your fabulous friends, think, as yeah, Jin I said. Think, Bumi, I, think, uh, I think also another, I'm just challenging people that want to think about who is a friend that I should bring? Who uh, am I going to invite? You know, I think that there is that friend of yours you think, oh my God, I think they ask the so-called stupid questions. I think it's a very good platform for us to also invite those uninvitables, okay? Mm-hmm. People whom we feel always say the wrong things or they don't ask the right things. They are important for us to actually try and have the inform, conversation. Have the conversation and find out what it is that makes them uncomfortable, what mm. makes them feel, you know. Thank you very much. Thank you, Dean, for coming through. Thank you. Thank you, Glenda, for coming through. Thank you for all the fabulous food. I've got pictures I'm gonna putting it I'm gonna be putting it on my Facebook. The mm-hmm. the Twitter handle is at the other foundation and the no. fa- Twitter yes. Other Foundation. Oh not at, the, at other, other foundation. foundation. Facebook, Facebook the other foundation. Fabulous. Thank you very much for coming through. Gareth's on the other side telling me, get out the studio because the petrol heads are here. (laughs) Unreal. Uncensored. Unradio.